Hello, good people, and welcome to the Brunswick Beer Collective. This is episode 9 of season 8. Yeah, that's a bit scary. I am Chris Shorten. With me is Paul Christoph. Good afternoon. And joining us for his second appearance, I think, is a guest host, Kyle Campbell. How you doing? And Kyle is, of course, you know, runs one of the um, premier craft beer venues in Melbourne. <laughs> and he pretty much hates when I bring that up. He's also wearing a hawker's hat right now, so he's clearly showing his colours. Or he got it for free. I did get it for free. <laughs> Makes sense. And so, and if you might recall it, he was the one who gave me the um, yuzu beer that I turned out to be allergic to uh, <laughs> um, several seasons ago. He also gets mentioned every now and then just for the hell of it in our episodes. He so, will try to kill Chris at least once on this episode. Yeah, yeah, I, I expect that there's a plan for that. Yeah, it's all it's all the sneaky citrus beers. I've changed the yeah. labels on everything that we're <laughs> drinking today. <laughs> How does this keep happening? Actually, that uh, I I'm really like self conscious of that now. You know, you don't expect to see it at all. I have seen it pop up heaps in the episodes now <laughs> when we're out <laughs> drinking. <laughs> so anyway. So the past couple of weeks we've um, we've been on theme. So last week was lager, the lager off, which was you know terrifying because we had to drink a lot of lagers. The week before, of course, was um, Vietnam. This week, this week's a little, a little different. This week we're going to explore something that. Um, all right, I've uh, I've seen this pop up a lot on things. I've seen this pop up a lot on like Good Beer Week. This was a thing, um, but I don't really know anything about it. It's Omnipolo. Which is one chicken, right? One chicken. Omni or all? Omni. Mm. No. Maybe? I, I think it's know. all the chicken. All the chicken. I guess that would make sense. Like omnipresent is okay, when you're Google. everywhere. <laughs> no, that's just picking up everything Kyle just said. <laughs> right. um, okay, let's try again. Can you translate omnipolo from Swedish to English? Right. Is it telling us anything? No, it's just taking to me Swedish English Translator app. Good work, Google. Uh, okay, Google, you suck. <laughs> so, uh, so okay, so we're in the um, so this is all the chicken brewery. Um, what what's the deal there? What, who are they? What are they? Well, you type in Omnipolo, and you don't get much. So you type mm. in Omnipolo, Omnipolo beer, and you get a lot of things. You know, rate beer, a lot of places that now sell Omnipolo, but not much info. Mm. But you do get their um, their Twitter account, which is um, We Brew Beer All Over the World, Stockholm. Then their Instagram account, something about a Hebrew interesting beer. So go to their website, and they've got an about section, which is handy. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like this is some sort of, um, um, you know, some sort of data mining operation where hopefully we'll come up with something that resembles... Yeah, you is. have to go through, you know, 10 different links to... Um, so they must have greater traffic. Exactly. Well, maybe it's just... A, you know, conspiracy from one of the big boys. Like, it's AB and Bev, they've gone, let's create, like, an ultra-craft brewery and <laughs> never tell anyone it's yeah. us. That's so, a yeah. stupid idea. I really like it. So, Omnipolo is an award-winning beer producer that was founded in 2011 by Henok Fenty and Carl Grandin. We conceive so, our recipes at home and travel to different breweries across the globe to craft our ales. So, our ambition the, so is to the, change it's the, from Tasmania or something? Right? Yeah. Our ambition is to change the perception of beer then a really long line, not just a dash, forever. <laughs> well, actually, all there, it seems whatever font they're using, the dash is, like, really long. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Those Swedes. <laughs> but, yeah, well, we... Because we said, you know, the um, we started, which we'll get back to later, at um, 
Carwin Sellers. They had a whole mm. bunch of Omnipolo beers on tap and a whole bunch of bot- bottles that have sort of, a whole bunch of bottles and kegs have hit the shores. Yeah, yeah they're coming in here and there. a week ago. It's been really massive. Is there some sort of like new distributor like it is with uh, KBS now? I think it's more a situation where they, whoever's bringing it in is bringing in like a container at a time and then yeah. that just gets immediately taken up before <laughs> it even hits the shores. And so then everyone has to have these big events to justify the cost of the kegs because I imagine they're ridiculously expensive. Oh, that's a good angle. It makes sense. Yeah. So we were trying to you know, figure out what was going on. We thought What's, they do a lot of beers with Buxton. Mm. We think, oh, have you ever had a beer from Buxton? That's not a collaboration. Mm. And we sort of look through Untapped, and yeah. they do do beers that are not collaboration beers, but the vast majority of their beers are collaborations, and a lot of them are with Omnipolo, which then got us onto Omnipolo, who mm. do less, but still a lot of collaborations. So yeah. the fact that they are gypsy brewers and travel around the world. But where are they? They're actually from like Stockholm. Yeah. And they seem to do a lot of stuff within Scandinavia. A lot of collaboration with Lervig and yeah, and um, mm. to all all those sort of guys. But to you mean to 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 and Well, Jeff is there. He should yeah. find out. He should go out in the streets. How do you pronounce this? Well, look, I prefer my version from Good Beer Week, which was Nogne, because you know that's totally correct, right? Nogan. No, so just say it like, <laughs> like the uh, Japanese town that hosted the Winter Olympics, except with an E. Nogano. <laughs> Nogano. That could work. Do you reckon that's how they pronounce, pronounce it in Japan? Yeah, 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 maybe it's Nogano. No. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'm hoping that they just do a, like a name swap and so um, Nagano now is going to be Nogno or whatever. If only we knew how to um, read Swedish. Look, I feel like that's got to be somebody's goal for this year. Well, I know, I know an A with a circle above it mm. is O. Because I went to actually that rug right there, the, the Japanese rug purchase from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> went to this shop called Arlands. And I was like, okay. And I found out, no, it's actually pronounced Ullands because it's the A with a circle above it. Look, I'm never going to remember that. So if I ever see no. a beer that has, if you ever see a beer that has A with a circle above it, you know, that's O. Which means that clearly O is not O, is not o right? If A with a circle above it is O, then O must be something else. Well, then what's O with a slash? What's O with a slash through it? <laughs> zero? Or, no, no. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's non-new zero. <laughs> it's a much better language than English, like a lot of these European languages, in that at least you, like, if you learn how to speak them, like, mm. you know, you're like, ah, if, if it's written, if it's got the dash above it, it's that. If it's got a line through it, it's that. If it's you're got actually, nothing, it's that. Whereas in English, it's just like, no, no, we don't have anything. It's just, it's just an O. You have to just know which one of the three ways to pronounce it it is. <laughs> no. You just have to know. <laughs> I don't know why we got rid of all that stuff. There's simplifying think, things, but then it's going too far. I feel like there's one step away from you flipping a table. Like, it's gone <laughs> uh, too far. It's you gone too it? far. <laughs> we need to revolutionise the English language. Bring it back to the old days. The great English Reformation of 2017. Anyway... Let's talk about let's talk about the all the chickens beer. So yeah, so yes, we're at this um, this event and they had a lot of expensive beers. Well, we put that we'll put one photo of the uh, the Noah Noah, which, which is, we will be trying today, which was one of our. Well, we'll talk about it later. So what was this event? Uh, just Carwin having. So they did Omnipolo the Day. They brought in uh, Omnipolo's done a bunch over the last year and a bit mm. of dessert series beers. 
So it's like, oh, you know, let's lemon meringue mm, pie and oh, yeah, ice cream. Cake. Yeah, yeah, I've had those. Yeah, yeah, the ice cream beer and all that sort of gear. So they brought in kegs of that, and then they had the bottles as well. And then some of their standard, you know, it's a mosaic IPA, and it's a this, and you're kind of like that does really fit today. It's a mosaic IPA that's, you know, um, dripping in chicken fat or something. um, Today I'm only drinking dessert. (laughs) Well, it it does, I mean, my obvious question whenever I hear about flavoured beers is essentially the same thing. Is it like the chicken chips where there is no actual chicken in the chicken chips? You know, for a raspberry cheesecake or whatever, it's probably made of nothing but, like, walnuts. Oh, and barbecue flavour. Yeah, it's, yeah. Cool. it's one of those weird <laughs> ones where you're like, is it just all like adjuncts and they've gotten out their vials mm. and they're pouring them in and it's bubbling in a cauldron somewhere? And... Look, I just hope there's a cauldron. Who <laughs> cares about the rest? Well, the thing about, you know, these flavours is that proof that they're bullshit. I remember when I first moved to the UK and I got like Worcestershire sauce chips, mm. crisps. <laughs> and I tried them. I was like, oh, that, that sounds interesting. Tried them. It's like, they don't have barbecue chips in the UK, mm. but... These Worcestershire sauce chips are barbecue chips. Like, that is the barbecue flavor. <laughs> like, what's going on here? See, it's when you get to Japan, you get the great ones. It's like, oh, here's uh, cucumber lays. And you're like, what? <laughs> oh, I want cucumber chips. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, all kinds of mm-hmm. Yeah. Mongolian hot pot was my favorite one. Because it actually had Szechuan pepper, so you got the, like, popping oh, nice. when you were eating it. Oh, they got a haggis one in the UK. That's pretty good. But yes, that's uh, yeah, besides uh, the point because we're uh, talking about beer. <laughs> yes. All right. So, um, Calwin had uh, Omnipolo Day. Yeah. Yeah. So all those kegs chicken and shop at the back. A bunch of the bunch of the bottles as well. It was a a tough tough day to get through because mm-hmm. all the all the ones you wanted to drink, you walked in and it was like, oh, that's the lightest alcohol, and it's eleven <laughs> percent. And, and I would assume, based on that, it was essentially the lattice alcohol. Oh, is that that's one fifty mils or fifteen dollars? Oh, it's a dollar a mil. To be honest, they're actually surprisingly good. The bottles were pretty pricey, but the kegs were like relatively, relatively priced considering consider, they were yeah. brought from Sweden. Instead of one hundred billion dollars, they're only one billion dollars. <laughs> well, I can I can pay that. So, okay, so what... Well, well yeah. Omnipolo appears to be Latin, not Swedish, for all the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for, for all of those wandering yeah. at home. <laughs> Look, I know people would write in. You know. But it is all, 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 all chicken, yeah, all yeah. the chicken, but Latin. All right, so let's talk more about the actual beer. Oh, they're fantastic beers. I mean, oh, the, the... I don't think I've had a bad beer from them before, so this was kind of like, okay, maybe... Yeah, maybe mm. one of these ones here at Carwin will be terrible or at least average and there's nothing that was even average. They were all fantastic. Yeah, the only the only real kind of disappointing one was the Hypnopompa. Yeah. Which Wh- which shouldn't be disappointing because of the name. Yeah. And also the description you get of it, it's like we've put in a hundred kilos of marshmallows and vanilla beans and then aged it in Jamaican rum barrels. And and it put in a single hip hip <laughs> 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 Yeah. Hypnopotamus. <laughs> sounds like a Pokemon. Sounds like one of <laughs> And yeah, it, it just had soaked up yeah. all that rum mm. and it just tasted like a rum barreled Imperial Stout. So it's oh. like those, um, the managing expectation things we talk about. Oh, yeah. So if it was advertised as a yeah, rum barrel aged Imperial Stout, 
beautiful, but you're like, mm. this is nice, but where's the marshmallow? Mm. Where is a marshmallow? Given how well they do at, um, similar to Bacchus here, mm. when they do a beer that says these are the flavours we're going for, they generally nail it. You're like, yep, mm. bang, bang, bang. It's got all those flavours. Well, yeah. yeah, we've lauded over about Bacchus for a while now. And it was this, this it kind of was the letdown because, you know, we had the blueberry cheesecake one mm. and it tasted like blueberry cheesecake yeah. in a stout. And, you know, you had the, the Selassie, which was their... Uh, Ethiopian coffee and vanilla imperial the salad. Salad was great, yeah. and was... it hit those yeah. notes perfectly. Mm. And the no, like which we'll talk about later, mm. and I'm really looking forward to drinking another bottle of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they hit exactly the brief, and that was just kind what? of the letdown. It was still a, mm. a great beer. But look, you can't win them all. So, yeah. and. <laughs> I was just sorry, sorry. Our night did not finish there though. No, go on. Because it was also Canada Day. Oh, which, Canada. Who, who knew that existed? <laughs> so interestingly, well, not interesting. I suppose it makes sense. You don't really get much in the way of Canadian beer here. There's a what's the one that I can't can never there's, pronounce. There's Dudecil. They Dudecil, yeah. Um, so you see them, and you you get Dudecil, and you get um Saint Ambroise. Yeah, near Coconut, um, but that doesn't count. No, that doesn't count. <laughs> Um, but no, other than that, you don't really get yeah. any other Canadian beers. So, and both of those, I think, are from Montreal. Yeah. So pretty much everywhere in Australia when there's some random day on that has nothing to do with Australia, there'll be places that have tap takeovers and they're all the breweries of country X, region Y, whatever. But um, yeah, a lot of Canada Day events, but no Canadian beers. Yeah, all, all beers brewed to mimic Canadian yeah. flavours. So the closest we could get was went to Torboy and Moose, which is... Mm. Half owned by a Canadian, and that's a cool place. I like that. Place. Yeah, well, we had never been. What? So yeah, yeah no, it was, no, every time I'd gone past, it was super busy. It's like I can just go to Carlin. It's this yeah, good point. Thirty meters down the road. Well, I, I guess that's a good point because me and Jeff went there one day, but you guys weren't there, obviously. Lazy glasses. Yeah, but that was good. That was just a yeah, cool place and just nice beers. Um, tiny couches. Tiny couches. I mean, the highlight of the night was when us and the random table next to us broke into a rendition of Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart. Um, how, how did... Uh, oh, it's a long story. Look, we, were, we were trying to explain Tony Braxton to my wife and we started singing and then this table next to us just jumped in on it. And yeah, we... Belted out. Surprising how much of, how well. much we all knew of that song. Well, at least of the chorus. <laughs> yeah, as soon as we hit the verse, it kind of died. Yeah. <laughs> so what we've really learned is that, you know, Tony Braxton and craft beer brings people together. It's just not even That's Canadian. <laughs> so they were playing lots of Canadian music, so we are doing, like, you know, Avril Lavigne yeah. sing-alongs and Brian Adams and stuff. And then, you know, Some you Dion. unfortunately hit the Justin Bieber's. Oh, yeah, he's Canadian, isn't he? Um... Poor Canadians. Yeah, so that was fun. <laughs> and then we ended up at... Did um, you have poutine? No, no they ran out. They ran what out. The? Yeah, I know. That was disappointing. Because supposedly, yeah, as we, yeah. When, we, when they first opened, they let us know that they've got the real deal. Yeah, they've got proper cheese. So that was a shame. But then we ended up at a Good Old Raccoon Club. Yep. Uh, got, the Failed Raccoon yep, Club. these guys saw... They didn't believe me when I said Jeff had a plaque. It's like, nope, there yeah. it is. It's like, yeah. why has he got a plaque? It's like, contributions <laughs> to sports science. What else? <laughs> That was pretty good. Yeah, because he's Jeff. They had some good beers. So they had a few beers from Locke yeah, Brewery and Distillery, yeah. which mm-hmm. I was in Gibson yeah. a couple of weeks ago and tried one of their beers but didn't actually get to go mm. to the brewery itself simply because oh. it was going to be a 45-minute drive each way 
Okay, that makes sense. Then the tiny town of Locke is a strange one. We we actually covered that on. We actually talked about them when I went there, like, well, a couple okay, of yeah. years ago. But I, that was um. I'd tell you what episode number it was, but I really don't know. So I was really surprised to see, by chance, yeah, mm. not can't remember. Obviously, had heard about them a couple of years ago, <laughs> but forgotten all about them. And then yeah, they had a few of their bottles on at Raccoon Clubs. So that was pretty good. Yeah, it was their excellent. I had I hadn't seen their beers pop up. Like I've known lockers, obviously mm. it's distillery and brewery. So mm. I've had a bunch of their gins, but I've never actually had a chance to try their bottles because I can't. You can't yeah. find them. But I think they were good. I've seen them at Blackhearts before, but that's about okay. it. And also good music as well. They were playing the entirety of uh, Kick yeah. by NXS. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. <laughs> so I suppose. Um, you know, uh, that kind of... It doesn't really tie together. No, there's no real tie with um, Canada Day um, and um, Omnipolo unless... You know, Canadians like chicken, so that could work. I'm sure they probably brewed a beer in Canada once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, in any case, I think beer number one will definitely get us back onto mm. the uh, Scandinavian mm. road. Yes. Well, based on that, I think we should go to there. And we are back. And before we go on to the, the fabled Noah, we're going to start with something completely different. This is from... T-E-R. or 2-0-L. Let's we know it means to beer. Does it mean to beer? Oh, it's definitely beer. You've got me at a loss, I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think it's two yeah. zero litres. Over the line throw an L is definitely the word for beer. 100%. All right. I'm happy with that. Yep. And I assume two is just two. I'm just going to take that at face value and yep. trust that you're not lying to me. <laughs> right. Although if he is lying, as long as it's a good lie, I think this works out. Yeah. I just don't... I won't tell anyone else, and then I can't <laughs> be proven wrong. Look, I, I think all this works out. So what is this? This is the... Well, it's all about enjoying everything subtle and elegant. It's a velvet crisp Berliner Weiss brewed with lychee and pink guava balanced with wheat and tropical hops. I was just thinking nothing about this podcast has ever been subtle or elegant. So no. <laughs> this will be a first. The very cool looking can was designed mm-hmm. by Casper Ledet. One of my favourite can designers. One of my favourite Caspers. Right. And wait, 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 hang on. So just looking at the can. So Oh, it's CMYK! So it's, oh, it's C0Y0K0M66. That's, that's, I assume, what that pink is on yeah. the top. So that is the pink of Mr. Pink. I really dig that. That's very, really very cool. Good. That is a good design. Yeah. Very cool design. And, you know, it works for, you know, if someone needs to set this up at a printing press. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> what wins. What pink do you need? Well, it says it on the bottom. Yeah. I mean, could you can. tell me the shade? Yeah. Have you looked at the can, mate? Really? <laughs> It was actually an accident. Yeah. It was just a note to the printer. This is, exactly. this is what we want on it. And they're like, oh, okay, I'll just print this exact thing. That's yeah, so I went for birthday cake and like, <laughs> the cake says birthday cake. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I would really love if that was the case. Yeah, he's like, I wanted to say congratulations in big font. <laughs> it just says that word for <laughs> Congratulations in big font. That would be awesome. Good work to her. Um, but I haven't even sipped the beer. What are our first thoughts? I really like it. I mean... It's nice, good, good the sour. sour. But the whole Berliner Weiss sour thing is kind of becoming their thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's definitely where they're hitting. They've got their pale ales aren't anywhere near as good as what they're doing with sours and mm. obviously Berliner Weisses. The colours are all wrong. 
Yeah, I use RGB for those. Really liking it. Well, that's just a mistake. Exactly. You can't it, print off RGB. Go it's on. A bit of, yeah, it's got just the right, you know, level of soundness to it. It clearly has lychee and pink guava in it. Mm-hmm. Well, it may not be pink guava, it may just be a regular guava, but clearly has guava in it. It's very tasty. But are, what are other people saying about it then? So, we've got... Um, Let's just look at here. No, I don't know what my friends are saying about it. I don't know what everyone is saying about it. <laughs> a lot of people liking it. A lot of people not saying anything about it. So, which, um, which is just rude of them. Yeah, they're well, really how so they're getting badges to... for it. Um, Anna A at the Farmhouse Festival. 3.25. Weird aftertaste. Um, I'm not getting that. Disagree. No. Might have had a dodgy can. Uh, Mark C. Also at the Farmhouse Festival. Uh, great start to the afternoon. Afternoon, four point seven five. Hmm. And interestingly, let's just find out where this old uh, farmhouse festival was. It was probably like it was probably somewhere in Fitzroy. No, it looks like it was in Vancouver. Hey. Well, just um, very recently. Like I mean, if only if someone was in <laughs> Vancouver last week, they might be able to have gone there. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> But, um, yes, that's where are we going? Okay, that's... Uh, this person has purchased it in Scandinavia. That person's written their comment in Russian. <laughs> I mean, they liked it. They gave it four. It was Eugenia E at Beer Happens. Yeah, there's a lot of ratings. Oh, no, it looks, like, looks like the beer, it looks like the festival in Vancouver is on this weekend. Yes, it's very recent. A lot of, so a lot of people have tried this very recently. Um, nobody is writing about it. Ah, here we go. Chris at location undisclosed. That's not me, by the way. Uh, purchased at Brewdog Home Delivery. Yeah, Brewdog um, do home delivery? Um, I mean, I, so I guess he's in the UK. That would, that would make sense, but anyway, three point five. Pretty much everywhere now. Yeah. Right? Hazy golden color with a thick white head, aroma wheat, citrus, and fruity. Taste has the sweet fruitiness with a refreshing sour finish. Hmm. Yeah. It's. It, it. I mean, it sounds like he wrote the label himself, but. Yeah. I, I get it. He's no Casper, work. though. No. No Casper. Well, I mean, although Casper only designed the label, when, you know, let's be honest, he just did a printing mistake. <laughs> yeah, there's... Yeah, so, there's so I found this from Brian C. Uh, purchased from the craft beer seller in Framingham. Where the fuck is Framingham? I have no idea. What? It's... it's the okay. comment is what throws me off. Is that, meh, I can't believe I'm complaining a beer isn't sour enough. <laughs> Although I have to admit, I don't know what lychee should taste like. 3.5. <laughs> At least he admits it. Yeah. I, I, I really quite enjoy that yeah. comment. It's full of um, weird contradictions that all kind of fit. Exactly. I appreciate Brian C's uh, openness there. Right. Matthew H at the UB Center for the Arts, main stage. 3.5. Uh. Beer and fireworks, then all caps, America. <laughs> <laughs> exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, American flag. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Unsurprisingly checked in a day late on July 5. All right, give me one more, peeps. Anyone? Geordie V, a beer cafe, Golan. 2.5. Sour, zijin, yet, halamau, ming, ding. <laughs> I think that's our most insightful comment ever. Um, people, if you actually understand this language, could you let us know exactly what we've just talked after? 
Because we have no idea what we just said. So, what do we think about it then? I'm giving it a four. Probably because guava and lychee are two of my favourite beers and Berliner Weiss is one of my favourite styles of beer, so it does all the things that it claims to do and it does them well. I definitely would drink this again many times. Uh, I'd probably sit at a 3.75. I like it. It's got the good good sourness. It's got a lot of the tropical fruit coming through, but yeah, I'm not, not the biggest sour fan. It's just not catching me as much as I think a good, like a great sour mm. does for me. A, a great sour seems like it should be some sort of film. And like, <laughs> like a film from the 60s. The great sour? And, and, yeah. An art house movie. Exactly. Who's, who's, who's in the film, though? Um, Christopher Lee. Yeah. I was thinking Errol more... Flynn. Um, Bridget Bardot and Michael Caine. That could oh, you know that works? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was filmed in Italy, but for some reason all the, all the cast spoke French. <laughs> <laughs> um, people, if you're making amateur videos at home, could you make that one for us? Yeah, cut together that trailer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, I'm, I'm going to go with Paul on this one. I think this is a four. I don't know whether it... I, uh, I, I think it... You know, there's probably some truth to it. It's not, not sour enough, but I just like it for what it is. But it's not a sour. Like, it's a Berliner Weiss. I thought it claimed to be a Berliner Weiss sour. Nope. Berliner style a lot of people. Mm. A lot of people are commenting oh. about its sourness. Look, and, at, at the, and at the very least, the can has CMYK yeah. numbers on it. I think for a Berliner Weiss, you don't want it to be too much more sour than this. I approve that. Right. And we'll uh, get Jeff to do the BBC check-in when he's back. Exactly. Until then, let's move on to the next bit. And so, you guys remember when we were talking about, say, maybe, you know, seven or eight minutes ago, um, this fabled beer that, you know, perhaps it was the best beer that these two had ever drank. Definitely the best beer that... They drank from Omni, uh, uh, Omnipolo. Most definitely. So, what is this? Uh, this is the Noah. So it is a pecan mud cake imperial stout. Which is just bonkers, just saying that out loud. Bonkers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you said you had a... Uh, you found a description of it that sounded yes. fantastic. Um, so it's actually there. So one thing... One of the many things Omnipolo do well is they describe their beers... In the description section on Untapped, a lot of breweries, you know, they miss out on the logo or they don't fill in all the details. Omnifollow fill in everything, so just uh, reloading a bit here. Here we go. Details. When I was 12, I dreamt of becoming a pastry chef. <laughs> Call this a creative outlet. Thick, rich, and excessively decadent, this beer aims to bring back childhood memories. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. It's, um... Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, it tastes like my stout mud cake and yeah. pecans just as soon as you poured it I could smell it from like 30 centimetres away from the glass and I just want to sit here and bury my <laughs> face in there and not come up for air <laughs> <laughs> and so this was on at Cowan correct yeah. so we so we didn't even well I didn't, I didn't know about it I knew about the you know the anagram that was the kind of one that was the oh. must try the blueberry mm. cheesecake and then we were just going through saying well what is the highest rated beer we can find from Omnipolo on Untapped, hmm. and this was it. So I was like, "Do they have that?" So like, yep, they've got M bottles. It's like, okay, we are getting that beer next. <laughs> yeah, and then you you went back and you were like, "Oh, I'll buy the that bottle that's there." Yeah, like, that's the last <laughs> bottle of it. 
So, so um, I, I think I tuned out when you guys were mentioned this, but from what I can basically understand, between the two of you, you've bought, bought out every single bottle of this in milk. Well, I bought one. Carl's bought three. Yeah, and uh, no, they'll, they'll, no, they'll I bought five. <laughs> five. <laughs> this is this is one of them. <laughs> they'll be around. They'll be in those random, you know, pubs, mm. bottle shops later on. You see that a few months down the track, you're like, what they've got. They've got, like, five bottles of this. Like, how? This was supposed to have been sold out months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Just be like, no one knows of this place. What's like that weird beer store in North Melbourne? What's that one? I don't... Oh. Like, any beer that anyone thinks has sold out, like, this beer shop in North Melbourne always has it because nobody knows that it's, like, there and has... Yes! Beer. It's, like, Ackland... Yeah. Uh, no, it's not Ackland. No, Ackland's St Kilda. Um, Ackland Kilda. No, no, yeah. um, it, is, it is oh. something like that. We've, yeah. had, we've had a few things. About yeah, it's it. like a some, something street sellers. Mm. Anyway, so, yeah, a lot of, unsurprisingly, amazing comments for this. Uh, Bill G at Harwich, Harwichport. Strong vanilla, depth of flavour, notes of cherry, fantastic beer, just downright impressive. Five stars. Connor R, milky without too much sweetness, or without too much sweet. Hot chocolate, 4.5. Ricky S, milky hot chocolate stout, 4.75. Brian L at Potent Potables. (laughs) Holy shit, (laughs) 4.75. Wait, wait. Wait, is is Potent Potables in, I'm assuming, Amsterdam? Yeah, we we need... Or like Colorado. a wine bar... In uh, Jamestown, North, North Carolina. Carolina. Figures, yeah. Um, yeah. Kyle, what have you found? Uh, let's see. H H, mm-hmm. and I believe this is in Swedish. God, there are multiplex extravagant galet got. <laughs> I'm assuming that says it's really damn good. I, I, that sounds that way, but it's just so many words that may work together. About this not. one, CJG. This is so smooth, it's dumb. I'd drink this any day, all day. Get this. <laughs> Five stars. Um, Here's another it? foreign one, which I think we could probably... Biscotta di chocolate. Chocolate biscuits. Mm-hmm. Cookie. Bolo liquido. Liquido. What does bolo mean? Um, I don't know, maybe thick? Thick liquidy. Yeah. No palada dulce intenso. Sweet. Mm. Intensely sweet. Dul- is that dulce, maybe? Dulce. Okay. No. El medio torado. Final persistente. So the taste lingers. Vanilla yeah. e chocolate domina final. And it chocolate finishes and with the chocolate aftertaste. Domino. Chocolate and vanilla aftertaste. 4.25. No. And that's at uh, Let's Beer. All right, uh, give Which me is one. a brewery slash bar in Sao Paulo. She's got one so last. So the beer's getting around, yeah. Give me one more. Jason F. at Dogwood Hops and Crops. Oh, my God, this is dessert on steroids. 4.5. <laughs> so needless to say, people are really liking this beer. A good fucking reason. Yeah. Oh, wait, I found one more good one here. It's a... Uh, oh, wait, no. Good old untapped with its weird loading. Uh, Kyle Campbell, July 1st. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, decadent as shit. 4.75. Some of your finest work, Kyle. And this, I believe this was 
probably about B7 or 8 of our <laughs> Imperium stats. Alright, the obvious question is, you know, we've just heard your review, like, on air. Has it changed yeah. in the past week? Now that you're not um, 5 or 7 or B Imperial stats in. I think I like it better. <laughs> I think I'm going to have to up it to a 5. It is, it's... I just look back to that day and think about this beer and it is possibly one of the best beers I've ever had. <laughs> the, the aroma just hits you, it hits with exactly what you want, that chocolate, the, the pecan in it, and then you taste it and it has the thickness that you want from an imperial stout along with all those flavours. It's I'm, I'm kind of shattered that I yeah. shared this bottle with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, the, it's t completely wasted on me, I understand that. Um, um, yeah, well, I gave it 4.25 when I had it on the first, which mm. is um, unusual because it's definitely better than a 4.25. That much better than a 4.25 that I'm also going to give it a 5. It just is... It's amazing. It's uh, only the third five-star beer. I have trouble giving it anything a 5, but I'm going to go for 4.5. Um, I think it's... I think it's superb. It's just, I don't have the emotional baggage that you guys have that goes with this beer, but I definitely see its value. I think it's fucking superb. And, you know, based on what we know about all this, we may never see it again. Oh, it'd be very upsetting if they never made this beer again. The interesting thing, we did say that there is a barrels, what, what kind of barrels was it? Uh, I didn't see what barrels, but it's... They do do a barrel-age version of this, so we'll talk about the Hypno... Hypnotoad. Yeah. Um, which we thought the flavours were muted because the um, rum barrels sort of overpowered everything. Yeah, so I think. Mm -hmm. So I wonder if this would be improved or not by the barrel aging. It's one to definitely mm -hmm. add to the wish list, that's for sure. Omnipolo, if you're listening. If you're listening, send um, us a case. Yeah, this would be remarkable. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, uh, listeners, I should just apologise right now. It's we chose the windiest day possible to actually record this, and so we'll try and cut down the wind noise as much as we can. But if it's a little too windy, well done for getting this far. Um, we have been the Brands of Big Collective, and we've been drinking um, Omnipolo beer and what well, is it all Nordic Tip countries? Beer? Yeah, all Scandinavian. Yeah, all Scando countries. Um, and, but I, I guess the tour has to win because it has um, a colour. Um, printed in the label. Definitely has a better label, yeah. But yeah. the Noah has a smiley face. That it's is licking. True. That is true. It's, it's like, licking because it's delicious. It's like a child's drawing of an emoticon. So, on that note, we're up, we're done for this we're week. We're going inside because it's yes. pretty cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I have been Chris Jordan. With me has been Carl Campbell. Thank you very much. And Paul Christoph. See you next week. Take care, people. Laters.